0: Hello, I'm Michael Hocking, Deputy Editor of HRD Connect. We have more choice in our lives than ever before, in the food we eat, the services we use, and the jobs we work. More and more, employees want to identify with their organization and want their organizations to be engaged with their development. The question for business leaders then is, how can we change performance development to be future-facing, to benefit our employees and the future success of our businesses? On this episode of the HRD Live podcast, I'm joined by Julian Cook, founder and CEO of Performance Development Platform. How am I going to answer this very question? Julian, welcome to the podcast. Thanks, Michael. So first of all, um, your background, like, so you come from banking, is that right? And somehow you ended up in performance development. Tell me a little bit about how this came to be.
1: Correct. Yeah, I uh, grew up in a small little town in Australia and uh, then moved to Sydney, and was a bit of a, a maths and science geek and then somehow fell into the world of investment banking <laughs> uh, was at a, at a boutique in corporate finance called Gresham and there was a Goldman Sachs and J.P. Morgan and at both the small side of the um, situation both big business I had pretty less than uh, inspiring uh, experiences with performance reviews right. and uh, it kind of took me down a bit of a rabbit hole and realised there was a couple of things that were, were wrong there was this the human side of Uh, Feedback and the human side of performance and this fight or flight thing that makes it a little bit uncomfortable for us to give and receive feedback. Mm -hmm. And then on the other side of the coin, back when I was looking at this around 2013, 2014, there wasn't really much in the way of technology solutions that were bridging this gap and making it easier for people to overcome this fear of feedback and to make it easier for people to have these types of conversations that really do spur mentoring and performance. Mm
0: -hmm. So what's... Wrong with our or, or our previous understanding of performance ratings and how we how we monitor that? What was it you identified? We thought this just doesn't make any sense to me.
1: Yeah, I mean, the traditional approach to drive employee performance has been and still kind of is a once per year appraisal or performance review, however you want to call it, which is a look back. Uh, manager to employee, and it's a, a grading of this employee on some sort of arbitrary scale, one to five, one to nine, one to 10, or buckets, whatever you call it. And uh, you know that grading would rank them across the whole group, across the whole cohort, and that would determine their pay mm. or bonus for the year ahead, and there'd be a few little snippets of suggestions for improvement going forward. Um, but the more and more research that gets done around this, the less and less will, in fact, currently, as I understand it, there's no evidence that this type of approach, A, increases or drives improved employee performance, or B, provides a competitive advantage to right. businesses.
0: That's interesting. So how do you think that, so if there is no advantage to it, really, how did it come about? Do you think it was laziness on the part of businesses, or do you think it just kind of made sense at the time, the way the businesses were structured or how they were getting talent involved?
1: I think it had a lot more merit back when we were a, a you know production economy back when right, we were right. uh, predominantly manual labor focused right uh, and output was a lot more easily measurable i think as we've shifted towards a knowledge economy as we shift towards businesses where mm. the um, the main purpose uh, of uh, an employee in a knowledge business is to Extract value from information, which right, is right, incredibly right. difficult to define and difficult to measure. Yeah, um, that's when it starts to come a little bit unstuck.
0: It's, I think, nowadays as well. I think more and more uh, people want to feel more engaged. I think with their organisations than as you say, as. as part of how our work has changed i think that people need to feel more in tune with their the values of their organization or more that like their work is part of their life and who they are more than perhaps they used to like you say and i think performance development perhaps can help them to feel that way because they're growing with a, a, a business but coming back to how am i going then so what's your your take on this how do you approach it then i understand that psychology has more of a role in it if you could talk to me a little bit about that that'd be great
1: yeah the uh, the research we do and, and the data that we collect um, you know, p- points to a couple of things. I mean, if you take it back 10,000 years, we were cave dwellers and hunter-gatherers. And today we have computers in our pockets and we fly around on planes. And the reason we went from there to here is because we want progress in our life. We always want to improve our life situation. That's what you know uh, humans inherently have in our DNA. And employment or work is just a vehicle for progress, and it's not right. just about a pay rise or promotion. Uh, it's often about, you know, learning and development as well. Um, okay. And often we, the way we see it, the way we approach it, is that you have uh, an employee hiring an employer, not the okay. other way around.
0: Interesting. And so, so how does that work then? Like, I, 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 I like the thought of it. <laughs> an employer. So it's they, they look at their organizations or different organizations to say, right, I do. You have what I want for my life, as opposed to the other way around, right? Well, an employee looks to organization to, to sort of feed their their development a bit more. So, the platform itself, then how how do, how does that operate in terms of how you help people to to develop in that way?
1: Yeah, we do a few um, we do a few things that are a little bit different. Uh, one thing we do that we're pretty strong on is that we don't like to connect performance feedback with compensation or remuneration decisions.
0: Okay, what so is
1: that? We see feedback as a tool for personal development right um, we it's it's i mean feedback is one of the most powerful tools for personal development mm-hmm. um and the thing is though it's 100% subjective yeah. there's no such thing as objective feedback Interesting. Uh, on the other side of the coin pay compensation is predominantly determined by market factors and budgets both of those are Interesting. pretty finite uh, and companies don't have much control over them it really doesn't make sense to try and correlate an individual's performance in a knowledge business to a firm's bottom line. So right. we say, you know, take feedback for development. Take it for the sake of improving your work, improving you as a person, not for the sake of justifying some compensation decision, which mm-hmm. is incredibly biased. Um, because when you do do that, when you do have feedback as a means to, to justify or plan to comp then a person's objective for that discussion is to maximise their compensation. Of course. You know? so they're not gonna admit to faults or weaknesses and talk about their learnings and vulnerabilities and how they need to improve when their you know family mm-hmm. wants a new car, for example.
0: Sure. Is there any problem incentivizing that in any way? Where you kind of think, you know, like I, I it's a wonderful idea to me to sort of, you know, to get feedback as a kind of, as a good thing for myself. But do you think sometimes maybe at a point i be like, no, but I want, <laughs> I want the money. You know, how do, how do you help an employee to, to to engage in their own development, I suppose?
1: Can you elaborate on that a little bit more? Sure.
0: So... If an employee wants to develop purely for their own sake, you know, as opposed to uh, purely for um, monetary reasons, I- I'd say oftentimes maybe it- it's the other way around. An employee might want, you know, the kind of the monetary solution, you know, they w- they might want to move forward in terms of their compensation as opposed to, they might not recognize that the-, the benefit in feedback purely is a form of personal development. Do you see what I mean?
1: Yeah, there's a couple of things in that. I think certainly money uh, you know let, let's assume that you are paying a market competitive salary mm-hmm. i mean one approach to having an equitable um, preset plan for remuneration is that okay? If the business does well, or you know the team does well this year, then you know we split the profits and the budget as a percentage amongst everyone in the business or in the team. Mm-hmm. It's clear cut from the beginning, and everyone's working in that team unit or working in that business unit, and not working for themselves. So there are clear rewards there yeah. of performance, but it's not about my individual performance and trying to pit me against my peers. It's about let's move forward as a team. Let's Make right. it work together. I think you touched on something interesting there about being personally motivated with feedback. And the other bit of psychology that um, that we try and work with is that we get feedback every day. We have since the day we were born. We have, we will continue to get it until we die. Till we die, it doesn't mean that we're going to use it. It's often <laughs> we use feedback and we use advice as and when we want to. Mm-hmm. So it's doesn't really work just to throw feedback at someone all year round. You know, it's it's being able to make sure that when those moments come around, when you are in a state of mind where you are open to learning, you are open to suggestions and to development, that you have Mm -hmm. the tools available to get that advice and to act upon it. And so if a a company just has a once or twice per year feedback cycle, it makes it a bit hard. So Mm -hmm. what we do is we have a different part of our platform. Uh, We call it private feedback. It's just basically ad hoc feedback, where you can go on any time and ask anyone anything, and only you see the responses
0: interesting okay and, and and then how what sort of response do you see from using that kind of that that, that private feedback how does it help uh, employees what what kind of responses have you seen it's
1: surprise often really um,
0: and even in our
1: team too obviously very very pro feedback team but yeah. still and you know we have weekly or biweekly discussions with everyone but still when you do this type of process and we don't attach names to feedback as well because it allows people to feel more safe and open and honest and constructive Uh, you know you have conversations with people every day and you ask them for feedback face to face but you always get some nuggets of gold when you have it online in a way that people can type because again today as I said we carry a computer in our pocket and we're more comfortable typing than talking often
0: Absolutely, and that anonymity as well. I think is something that is certainly uh, younger workers now, uh, millennial workers, might feel. I mean, they understand that world so easily now from being online and you know exchanging information online in an anonymous way, typing. That's something like, "Oh, okay, I know what I can do here. I can say pretty much anything." <laughs> you know, but that sounds fantastic. But so, okay, that, that's one side of it. Look at leadership then, and leaders. How can they help to businesses, their businesses, to move forward with this kind of more? holistic approach to, to performance development what what lies on their shoulders and, and what can they do about it
1: yeah it's a good question I think with senior management it's about um, vulnerability and leading by example so the traditional approach again was you know I'm a manager and you're an employee and we're going to sit down and me as manager I'm going to tell you all the things that you need to do better hmm. But doesn't really flow the other way So uh, what we like to do and uh, has been interesting as a launch pad into certain businesses is you start with the senior management team and they will kick off uh, a process or kick off the rollout by gathering 360 feedback from everybody beside them and below them as a way to say, hey, um, I know I'm not perfect. I know I don't get it right a lot of the time, but I also don't think that I'm not ripe for improvement. And I also think that I can learn from you just because you are... A junior to me that doesn't make a difference mm-hmm. and so that's a really important step I think to getting that cultural change and getting that mentality spread throughout the organization
0: I think that's, that's such a good point you make about vulnerability as well it's really important and I, I've been talking to a few people recently about that very thing that I think it's, it's the one thing that I think is missing from a lot uh, a lot of business a lot of leadership now is the idea of having the space to be yourself i think is important and that's a huge part of being vulnerable and it, when leaders show that vulnerability it makes you feel totally different about how you approach your own development but also how you feel in terms of your comfort within an organization i think as well it's we we published a piece uh, last year where a leader from HSBC uh, spoke about how uh, they'd suffered really serious mental health problems, had to take time out of work and come back, and they wrote this amazing article about it. And it, the way he described how it changes, you know, your your position in that business and how people feel about their leaders when they have that kind of vulnerability, I think, is really, really important. And it changes, I suppose. I mean, nowadays, you know, the, the idea of the, a leader has been somewhat, you know, uh, like sullied anyway because we look at some of the world leaders out there now and we think, is that old idea of leadership? still solid is it still a foundation we should rely upon but um so what about moving forward then looking into the future looking at a, a platform like how am i going how do you think performance development is going to transform in the coming years is this just the beginning of something or do you feel like we've reached um you know a plateau in some way what do you think
1: i think we're at the beginning of a wave <clears throat> and uh, you know it was only about five years ago that the the concept of having a a platform that only looked at employee performance—it um, you know, wasn't really there. You know, we've had the likes of Workday and SuccessFactors around for a while. You know, but they do everything right—onboarding, <laughs> offboarding, payroll—and the feedback we get is that employees don't like using that for their feedback and for their performance because it just doesn't feel right. Doesn't feel nice. You know, it's a different mindset. Right. You want to go to one place where. I download my payslips, um, but the other place where I want to interact <laughs> with a really nice platform where I learn about myself and I can be open and honest it's and vulnerable is a slightly different category. So that's why we're seeing this wave coming through of, of platforms like ours that only look at employee performance. And I think we are at the beginning of it. Uh, I think there are some, uh, some products out there now that... Uh, are good, but they've just been the first steps. So all they've done is, is digitalized the old way of pen and paper. They've opened so it's, the door in some way. It's, yeah. It's a similar process, but it's, it's kind of still a bit of a tick-the-box exercise. Mm-hmm. So I'm... Uh, ask me again in three years, I might say something different, but right now <laughs> I don't see too much of an area, too much of room for... Uh, AI in this type of space I think it's still a very people centric approach interesting uh, again um, it is about the conversations we are people we are human and we like to connect um, I think having uh, a very complicated algorithm tell us how we should do differently I'm not sure if that's going to inspire performance but again <laughs> ask me in three years maybe I'll change my mind Yeah. Um, I think we're moving towards an approach where it's not a one size fits all tick the box it's um, uh, having the tools that makes it easy for employees to own their own development, because again, you can't tell you can't tell someone to change. People change when they want to change. So it's giving them the culture, the mindset, the learning, and the tools around that to enable them to take that step when they want to.
0: That's, uh, what you say about AI, I think, is interesting. How it's just not there yet either i think like uh, you see so much discussion now about the use of ai and I, I i see what you mean as well i don't think it's in a place where you because you do want that human connection right but in terms of other kind of uh some of that leading tech and all the things that are being discussed is there any that you think is really really valuable in, in sort of these new these new technological advances that we should be looking at in moving forward with performance development or is it still solely about that that human element
1: i think there's what's really interesting to us is where, as I said before, know, feedback is very subjective and we're not all very good at it. Yes. Um, yeah, me included.
0: Like, um, <laughs> giving or taking feedback? <laughs> uh,
1: I, I, I'm, I'm probably a lot better now at, uh, at taking it, but uh, still everyone needs a bit of practice in yeah. giving it. No, I'm the same. Um, <laughs> there's a lot of unconscious bias that comes into these conversations. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think what's really neat is I've seen it um, and we're starting to do a bit ourselves is having a look at the the words that people write and the ratings that people give Mm -hmm. to their colleagues and sitting back and seeing how that varies based on gender and based on other things as well Um, as a as a tool for business leaders to understand any types of biases or any types of areas in the business where they should launch some education around Mm -hmm. Um, that's something that's interesting to me
0: one last thing if you could give one piece of advice to business leaders or organisations who are thinking about changing the way they look at performance development but it's a change in mindset I suppose that they're looking at right what would you say to them what's the, the first thing they should do if they want to change the way they think about performance development the
1: first thing I would say to HR leaders to change their, the way they think about performance development. I would, yeah, I think the main thing is just moving away from a, a one-size-fits-all approach. I think what we found is that it's the you know, the HR leader often that is responsible for implementing a process. Um, traditionally, these processes have been very time-consuming for said HR leader, mm-hmm. so there's a temptation to not do it very often, even just twice a year or once a year. Um, again, performance is every day, it's much more fluid. You know, We're competing projects every couple of months, we're doing two-week sprints. So I think it's about putting in place um, training programs and a culture that have personal development at the forefront right, of career progress, and then having behind that the tools that enable people to go forth and be proactive and own their own personal development with the help of their managers and team, but to be able to take advantage of those opportunities when they do feel that they arise and they do get inspired to gather feedback and to have those conversations about how they can be a better person.
0: Wonderful. That's a fantastic note to end on, I think. Julian Cook, thank you so much for joining us. Thanks, Mike. That's all for this week. Uh, Thank you so much uh, to Julian Cook from How Am I Going for joining us. Be sure to check out How Am I Going? It's a really interesting platform. And uh, be sure to subscribe. Give us your feedback. Uh, It does really matter to us. And we'll see you again next time on the HRD Live podcast. Bye-bye.